Summer. Hey, Samia. Let's have a matcha talk. Assalamualaikum. We have our matchas and we are in our comfy spots. So tell me what happened. Before I tell you what happened, Summer, I think it is important to introduce you to everyone. You guys have been used to hearing me ramble on and on. Okay, it wasn't rambling. It was meaningful stuff. <laughs> but I think uh, I thought to introduce a new person and have someone with me who I can really have a deep conversation with and just have a good time together. And so I am introducing Summer. She is my sister and also the new co-host for matcha talk yes hello my name is summer and i think we have met in one or two of videos that you posted yes you you are on my sister tag in one of my earlier sunil living videos on youtube you're still up there so the true the true people of sunil living will know who i am others will get to learn Yes, inshallah. I think they would enjoy your company. Uh, there are a couple of new changes that are happening. Uh, you're going to notice that the logo for Matcha Talk is different. There has been a story behind creating this logo, so I <laughs> hope that you like it. <laughs> you can check out the website. The Matcha Talk page has been given a facelift, and there's actually one a cool feature that we're adding into the show notes here and on the website where you can just hit say salams and you can get in touch with us send us a message we both will read it and respond to it or address it or talk about it whatever that may be so i thought that was really cool to have you join us and talk with us directly you don't have to go anywhere else click say salams and we are right at your fingertips inshallah yes i would love to hear more i mean we're gonna be talking about some stuff in this podcast Mm -hmm. inshallah so it would be really cool to hear from others from you about your experience and some perhaps feedback on what we talk about in that episode so it's gonna be interesting and i think another platform that they can utilize is instagram yes instagram matcha talk i did not used to have that before so now we have it a dedicated matcha talk instagram where i won't have to spam people who are following sunnah living with matcha talk content they can head over to the Instagram Matcha Talk and everything related to this podcast is going to be over there, inshallah. Looking forward to that. But I just want to step back a little bit and say that the premise of the podcast is still the same. If you are into reflections and if you're into spirituality and if you're into self-growth, then this is it. Like we're not going to talk about, I don't know. What did you something. cook last night? Yeah, none of that. Uh, you know, I, we're going to talk later on in some episodes about the conversations that we like to have. And we don't like to have surface level conversations. And I feel like cooking and dishes can turn into very surface level stuff really quickly. So the advantage of having Summer here with me is that we are already comfortable with each other. So we can talk about those topics without having to go through the formality. And now you are here into our little world of conversations. And we got our matchas ready. And we can head off to the first episode of Matcha Talk together. So speaking of, welcome to Matcha Talk. And let's get right into it. I know we are right at the end of Ramadan. And it's been a very interesting year this time around for me. No kidding. For everyone, globally, that has been an interesting Ramadan, that's for sure. The coronavirus has got us all. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, coronavirus is here. I had uh, almost forgotten about it this whole day. No, no, exactly. But apparently, it's taking a break, right? It's just like, wait, I'm not going to mess with people. 
it's eight time. I saw this video that someone has shared a sad video about Pakistan where there were a lot of Pakistani people saying they had losing their restrictions and everyone was a horde. It was a horde that they show in movies, like zombie hordes. It was a horde of people doing Eid shopping. Oh my God. And so I'm saying that coronavirus knows it's Eid time. So coronavirus <laughs> is like, hang on, I'm just going to hang on for a little bit. All right, let the Muslims oh, celebrate. Sure and then I head back and get into my destructive zone once again. But okay, let's get away from the virus conversation. Because Please. it can get, become really, yes. I wanted to ask you, what I love to do myself is reflect, obviously, podcast reflection. And we are towards the end of Ramadan I wanted to ask you if you had some reflections to share from Ramadan, from your personal experience. But before we get there, I have something to share with you. If you've been listening for even a little while to our podcast, then you know my love for planning and reflections. That is one topic that I can talk for hours about. Don't worry, I'm not about to start right now, but I did want to share with you a new Sunnah Living Venture that I'm starting for those who love planning and reflections as much as I do and enjoy having tools at hand to make it possible. I have started a sweet and simple membership with a library of PDFs and planner printables like monthly reflections, Ramadan planner printables, PDFs, and planner inserts in different sizes. Head on over to the show notes or to sunnahliving.com for more information and to register for the sweet and simple PDF membership and see all the things that I have planned for the members. So I have been listening to lectures and things and one of the lectures I heard, it was kind of towards the beginning, I think it was the first week, week and a half of Ramadan, is uh, about Surah Yusuf. I want to say it was Laman Ali Khan doing it. And he was talking about how one of the verses it's stated, I think it was probably the first verse knowing him. It was not the first episode, but it was the first verse or, or right in the beginning is talking about how uh, Allah is going to share the story of stories or the story of, yeah, the I, th- I think, yeah, the best story. And, uh, you know, knowing Naman Ali Khan, he was talking about uh, how that can be taken. I think he shared three different ways that it can be taken and, uh, it was the best of of all stories, the best story of all time, and I think there was another one. So I had been reading, just generally reading, and like fiction, that's my thing, I like fiction, and I was just so, it was interesting that he mentioned the story of all stories, and I had gotten into reading recently, and it made me think, kind of, what qualifies a story (laughs) i mean just it's okay obviously has a plot yeah but it's also the way that it is told and obviously in the quran it's more than just that it's so much more than just that it's the phrasing and how many times things are said the way they're said what comes first and after the particular word that's used here but nowhere else etc etc it's just got it was it was interesting and then i i still taking breaks between other things i'm still reading other fiction books and this thought always comes in my mind is this 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 isn't that great of a story why do i say that and then what i wonder what it is in surah yusuf that and especially throughout all of quran like this is the story you know this is the story even in competition with itself this 
is the story of all the stories. And I feel like I'm missing so much because I don't know, you know? And I need to, but I don't know. But one way to get me closer is that particular uh, lecture. I think, I want to say, doesn't he do this every year, Surah Yusuf, during Ramadan or something? Or he does it often enough that there are plenty of videos out there. But that's one no, way for this- me to get closer, though. This year, he's doing a Surah Yusuf deep study of his own. That's what he's sharing. But actually, I wanted to share something that reminded me. You know how Allah says in the Quran that there is, you know, Allah challenges people multiple times to produce an ayah like it. And the idea is not just to be like, all right, I'm going to come up with something poetic and something deep, and that's going to be it. The idea is that the stories in the Quran or the Quran itself actually changed the hearts and minds of people and it impacted them for the rest of their life so that is when you know a story is good if it impacts you that's what i would say right i think i think i think that is a good point in in that it promotes action it's not just you sitting there reading a book and saying oh okay that was a good book okay back to life now nah, that book actually becomes part of your life the way you live your life and that's the key point eh? I can get that. I can get that. Yeah, I think there's some, some books that we can be like, wow, this was a really good book. I got some really good stuff out of this. See, for me, though, whenever that happens, I find myself being like, wow, this was such an amazing book. That's so awesome. Like, really live in it for like a month, you know? <laughs> and then afterward, it's like, especially if I'm listening to Audible. It's diff- I listen to books on Audible a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you know, it's really hard to refer back to those books in Audible because you can't really flip a page and be like, oh, yeah, let me bookmark this so I can refer to it later. Um, so, you know, that could be it as well. Like a story, even the books that are really excellent, we can't really refer back to them the same way we can refer back to it in the Quran. That could be one way why Surah Yusuf is so impactful. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little difficult for me. Like I said, I read more fiction. So it's kind of, you know, imagine Harry Potter style. Ain't much there, you know, (laughs) like to impact your life. I mean, some would argue hot topic, but... I mean, you can't really change your life based on Harry Potter, I don't think. I, exactly. I mean, that, and Very if true. you do, I don't know if it's the right direction it should take. But, you know, bismillah, Allah knows best. I don't know your life. The only thing, the only thing I'm going to say is Dumbledore should not have died. I'm, but everything else. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some people the story might is not a story. have read it yet. Jeez. But that was my little reflection. That's something that even now I'm still reading another book and I'm still kind of, hmm, is this, is this worth my time versus the story of all stories? You know what I mean? So what about you? What did you did learn and go through this Ramadan? This Ramadan has been... Okay, so one of the things that I was really happy about, last Ramadan I was not able to fast because of Hashimoto's my thyroid condition, if you don't know. I was not able to fast uh, last Ramadan. The Ramadan before then was a miserable Ramadan because I should not have fasted, and I did anyway, and it was miserable, right? And so I actually had a lot of appreciation for this Ramadan, which I, I don't think I've had before. I'm like, hey, I'm actually part of the thing. I don't feel exhausted. I feel good. I'm fasting. Things are happening. And so it just was a Ramadan of gratitude in that way. I was very happy with it that I was able to go through it. And secondly, I learned the importance of routines. Ooh, you know, you know the routine. So when when we moved, the routine is what kept me sane. 
So you gotta explain. I'm a routine gal. I get yeah, that. Yeah, you. And when you talk about moving, Summer and others moved across country. Not across country. Yeah, across country. Moved from one state to the next. It was like a major, major move. It was a pretty major move. And so routine kept you. And I don't like routine generally. I didn't. I don't. Enjoy I didn't. But it. when mm-hmm. that happened, I was like, "There's something to this." Yeah. Some people. I have read books and I've read heard people talk about how important routines are, and that's the way to stay focused. And some people, especially if they have like mental health issues, like I've read specifically about anxiety. It's so important when you're going through anxiety to have a routine. So I was like, I can't. I cannot do routine. It's boring to me. And I always thought that a routine has to be X, Y, and Z. I don't know if you read about this, a book called Morning Pages. I read it. Have you heard about this book at all? It's, nope. It's one of those, uh, it's very useful about the artistic approach, right? And sorry, not the Morning Pages. There are multiple different books where people have talked about a routine when you wake up in the morning. One of them is Morning Pages, in which they're like, when you wake up, brain dump for three, it has to be like, I don't know, what was it, three or seven pages that you brain dump? And another one is called uh, Miracle Morning or something like that in which you wake up and you do like three or four different things. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, that sounds great. And I get into (laughs) it. After a week, I'm like, I can't keep up with this. It's just too much. Mm -hmm. It just, it's too much structure. So I was surprised that in Ramadan, I did have a specific structure and I didn't mind it. It actually added value into my day. So I'm like, all right, this is a goal I have. I cannot fulfill this Quran goal, for instance, if I allocate whatever I feel like at time, you know, mm-hmm, like it has mm-hmm. to be something that is part of. So I made a rhythm throughout the day in which I would incorporate that. And I mean, I surpassed, alhamdulillah, the goal. I never thought I would ever do that only because I was able to maintain that routine in the day. So that was amazing. That is really cool. Speaking of routines, though, keep it up. I mean, the <laughs> I I don't know what I read. I don't know where I read it, but they were saying basically it's not a routine till you do it six weeks, six or nine weeks. Then it becomes habit. If you yeah. if you let it go before then, or if you don't do it one day, you gotta start over again and fulfill the six weeks. And then I've tried this and I've tested this. It's so true. Once you do it and it becomes second nature, you stop thinking about it. There is freedom in that. Like it's very oh okay. I mean yeah, it's just a routine now. You don't have to kind of like it. versus now you still might have to think about yeah. it. Kind of like brushing your teeth. You just wake up, you go to the bathroom, you brush your teeth. It becomes part of a habit. You don't think about it. And then you have clean teeth. Exactly. It's like a miracle. No, but the thing also, though, I mean, it's it's a very normal concern. Is that Ramadan happens to have its own capsule of perfection sometimes. That you're like, I'm doing great. Life is good. Mm -hmm. I've got my dean down. I'm improving. Look at me. Better than I was before. And then Eid comes. Maybe you stay for like a week. And then after that, the struggle starts. Like, what happened? It's like, it's one of those things. So I am concerned about that. It's like, wow, the be- routine was beautiful and amazing. But no. And See, that's the thing. You've already done it for three, four weeks. You're already halfway, more than halfway there. That's the thing. You only got to stick with it for three, four more weeks. And then that's it. Versus, oh, I have like so many more to go. It's just a couple more weeks to go. And that's it. That's a good motivation talk. That was a good motivational talk. A couple more weeks to go. Yes. You're like, I think, I think it was six weeks. So you're probably more than halfway through by the end of Ramadan. You're done. 
in just like two more weeks, you've hit the six week mark after which you don't have to really think about it. It's much less of a struggle to do any routine at that point or that same routine. You don't have to struggle because it's like, okay, brushing my teeth. You know, I, I mentioned that, uh, I read that a while ago. I, they were talking about prayers, you know, like five daily prayers. And sometimes they can become a really big thing for someone who is just starting off, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, man, okay, I'm going to go make an intention to pray. And then you're like, oh, I have to pray for the rest of my life. Like that's, that's a commitment, right? Wow. Like until I am 90, I'm going to pray Fajr, Dohar, Asr, Maghrib, Aisha. So this concept is there. And they were like, you know, it can become daunting, but you don't want to think that way. Yeah. The thing is, I'm going to pray today and then I'm going to pray tomorrow. Exactly. And then I'll see you about tomorrow and then I'll pray tomorrow. So that's what. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Piggybacking off of that, I've definitely been recently, I've been more into the day, live day by day kind of approach rather than five years from now i mean obviously you still have a a a general goal in mind yeah but it's not like you're only living in that goal i'm actually more recently i have been living more day by day and there is something to that i think what you just said you gotta stop thinking about oh i'm gonna do this forever now that i've done it once like chill man it ain't that serious or sometimes i don't don't make it that serious because it's really not just do it this day at least because sometimes so i've always had a struggle with prayer and that's the thing that sometimes gets me and it's really shouldn't at all is that oh okay i've done it and i've got to keep doing it and keep at it and yeah it's not that i mean just do it at least this once you know even if you're not gonna be able to i mean especially after the monthly breaks i mean it's so tough to get back on it man (laughs) but that's the thing it's like oh i mean once i start i'm gonna start with fudger and then i'm gonna do the whole day but then if if for whatever reason you can't do fudger you can't do zohar you end up you end up getting on it at asr but you're like Nah, I'm going to start with Fudger. Like, no, just start with Asr, man. Like, you don't even know if you're mm-hmm. going to live tomorrow. Just start where you can start. Stop looking so much in the future, making it such a daunting task. But it's really not that serious. Uh, I, the, I like the idea of flexible goals. That's one of the flexible goals. Like, have a goal and then and then know how to be flexible within it. And that's okay if there's some room there. So anything else that you went through or thought about? I mean, congratulations for... You know. Oh, by the way, I have been this. This it. It's been interesting. Uh, this Ramadan for me too. I have been feeling a few days. I felt really exhausted, and then the next day I was like, okay, have to get get on some beans and kebabs, man. That get that protein, and then I was fine. <laughs> but it's been interesting mm. because I've also been kind of down a few days here and there. Alhamdulillah, it hasn't been. Uh, too much for me but uh, I think one day one day I was completely exhausted I came home from work and it was so over here the fast ends pretty much like 8 45 and then Fajr is 3 30 about so it it's been rough and and so I came home at six I think and then three hours till maghrib and then i was just laying and waiting for the time i did not have the energy to do much and then i probably was reading a book and then 
after motive i don't think i had much energy then either i just kind of laid down where i was and that was it and then subhanallah i could not wake up for for so i could not like i missed the i had i had four to five alarms i missed them all i i don't know what happened uh, i think i woke up at four right after i mean i woke up at four right after or like you know 30 minutes after uh, the time had ended, and I think I was able to make fudger. And then I had work two hours later. And so I went to work, and I was really upset with myself. That's crazy. Yeah, I went to work, I was upset with myself. I don't know, you know, feeling of just depression because I, like, seriously, I missed a whole day of prayer because of what? I just couldn't even, there was no reason for me to have missed it other than if I was just more alert. But it was just exhaustion is what it was. But, I mean, yeah, if, if only I had been more alert or more aware of the alarm. I mean, I had four or five of them. I tried my best. My point is about to come mm-hmm. up. So that day at work, I think a couple hours into it, I get a message and they were sending me to another clinic so for for those of y'all that don't know probably everybody i work at a clinic (laughs) and they especially due to the current situation they send us all out wherever they need us most sometimes sometimes so that particular day they end up sending me to the heart of seattle and i was there and it was for me it's very stressful to go into a new environment or a different environment especially when it was not in my plan in my mind you know it was not (laughs) in my eyesight and so they sent me to another clinic it was stressful i had to go there drive there go there do the work there it was a busier clinic and it was some work needed to be done at that place so i i did it but subhanallah if i was fasting that day legitimately legitimately i would not have been able to finish the fast i legitimately would not have been able to because it's just i i i wouldn't have and subhanallah I was uh, that's why i ended up thinking to myself like allah knew something about this day that i did not i don't know what mm. would have happened because i still had to drive from seattle back home and that was going to be like well you know with current traffic I mean, it's not going to take too long but still anything could have happened during that time if i'm not feeling it I don't know what what I would have done, and and then finding a gluten free place out. I mean that that's a whole nother level, especially during this time. So I mean, Subhanallah, I missed. I'm not happy about it, and it was an unfortunate incident. However, <laughs> I think Subhanallah, there was some something there that Allah decided exactly that this is this is what needed to happen that day. So it was interesting. I just. I just want to throw in a caveat here. I mean, we're talking about this because they both have health issues. Summer also have health issues. It's not like um, you just didn't feel like waking up, yeah. you know, or you were just tired because you were hungry. No. Like legitimately health concerns that causes us <laughs> yeah. problems. So that's what happened to you that day. And when she and when she, and when Summer's mentioning the idea that you know you're exhausted and you don't know how the other day would have gone. That's legitimate. I mean, I, that's legitimate. <laughs> yeah, that's not a emotion. That's like yeah, fact. Yeah, like a couple of days. It was ago, important I to was, say that. I was, I was really concerned a couple of days ago, and it was, I think, hmm. twenty minutes before I thought, and I was like, hold on, hold on, what is happening? <laughs> and I had to really. It was an interesting moment, but Subhanallah, I was able to finish. Alhamdulillah, but it was yeah, it's rough sometimes. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I don't know how else to explain. It was so. it was a really bad moment, and it's it's definitely. And I've had bad moments before. So my health issues started mm. three, four years ago now. So before then, it was fine. I know it's whatever. You can just muscle through it. It's not that serious. It's not about the food. It's really not about the food. I think for you and me now, mm. though, it's totally about the food. And I think that's unfortunate. I think we've had this conversation before that it's kind of sad that that's what Ramadan has become. But it's also interesting because this is a huge part of Ramadan, which I never really, alhamdulillah, I never really had to worry about. I could just fast for this time and focus on doing other things. And I would just say, alhamdulillah, I now have the time to do other things because I don't have to worry about food. Yeah, but yes. now, complete opposite. I, I'm like, oh, snap, I've got to worry about food, and inshallah, <clears throat> hopefully, I will have the capability to do other things, which is a complete shift of mind of, of mindset. It's, it's been a really interesting time. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely... Yeah, everyone knows your story. <laughs> My story is... Yeah, I know. I just... I just want to yeah. clarify, some, not clarify something, but this is a, as a parting note from this yeah. episode, right? So you're mentioning that I understand mm-hmm. the food struggle. And that was definitely, yes, I understand the food struggle. But alhamdulillah, I also understand getting out of it because this Ramadan, I haven't had to worry about it. Which is like, wow. And I caught myself in a moment. I have a friend. She has some serious issues with exhaustion. And she was sharing her thing. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I completely forgot. Oh, you just forget Look at that. so quickly. You yeah. really do. You forget quickly. Allah takes you out of the ease, uh, of the difficulty into ease. And you're like, yeah. And you live your life like no problem. And you forget the stuff yeah, that you Yeah, you know, there through. was, I so. don't know oh man facebook posts man so i I saw it somewhere on facebook i'm sure someone shared it and it was saying how it's how it's uh, a testament to human nature after iftar breaks you eat just a little bit and you get so full as if you you weren't so feeling it a couple hours earlier you know, and at that time you were thinking, oh, I could probably eat this and that and plan a buffets in your mind. And then when the time has come, mm-hmm. you eat a little sandwich and you're like, oh, alhamdulillah, that was it. It's like you've forgotten yeah. everything. And, you know, it was, I remember another lecture I was listening to at one time. Or I think it was one of the lectures we attended. And they were talking about uh, Adam al-Islam and, and how... He had given 10 or 100 years of his life to to someone else. And so when uh, when Malik Mot came to him at the earlier than than the full, what is it, thousand years, a full uh, earlier than that full time, he was surprised. He said, I, I still have some time left. And then he had to be reminded, no, by the way, you, you gave up these many years to this particular person and who's like oh i forgot another thing about it's just oh. human nature to forget and in that particular lecture they were talking about it how this is a human nature to forget and this is how, mm. what they were talking Allah about Allah mentions it. that in the quran too that we have made human beings uh, you know forgetful I, I think he said the word insan comes from the root words which also means forgetfulness really? or forgetful creatures yeah but the thing though is that's a blessing though what do you mean it is a blessing to f- be able oh, to yeah. forget. Sometimes it's not, and sometimes it's a really big blessing because some people go through horrific situations, mm-hmm. 
and they come out and they're living their life mm-hmm. you know and it's like because they were given the gift yeah. of forgetfulness so they forget just a little bit yeah. of what had happened yeah that's, that's awesome. actually a really good point i um, <laughs> love for that yeah it's definitely you, it can be either or but yeah i love for that so we're ending today's episode on a very good positive note that it is good to, to be forgetful <laughs> but don't <laughs> to forget a certain us. extent inshallah <laughs> Yeah, don't forget us. You can actually find us on Instagram, like we mentioned earlier, at Matcha Talk. Uh, we're going to be, inshallah, posting there and you can engage with us. And Summer is going to be also in some ways engaging as well. So that is going to be good. Yes. And actually, if I can just add, I would love to hear about what other people and what our listeners what you guys have learned this ramadan i think it would be a really cool opportunity my little thing and then sami baji's little thing and then what about, what about you what was your thing from ramadan what did you get out of it and share that with us on instagram and let's talk about it there if you don't want to share it on instagram because you don't want to that's not how you live your life you can check out the show notes and find the safe salams link there and chat with us over there that would be really lovely to hear from you yes so thank you so much for spending your time with us and having a little matcha talk with us we look forward to talking with you guys next time Assalamu alaikum.